FNP Podcast, FNP Podcast. Shout out to my brother, the Book of Ronin. We have another great show lined up for you guys. This is episode 16, and we have the great Raven Bryant, y'all. <laughs> Stay tuned. So, 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 shout out to everybody once again. I appreciate all the love and the support. Shout out to my brother, the Book of Ronin. We are back here, episode 16 of the FNP podcast. That's Foundational Manhood Podcast. And we have a great episode today lined up. Great chop up. Beautiful young lady. She's here to express to us, brothers, <laughs> how she feels about the current state of black men what's going on with us uh what's what we're talking about what we're promoting and um she's here we're gonna have a great session with you guys make sure you guys definitely like share and subscribe to the channel and make sure y'all show her some support man so shout out to you miss raven good to see you so introduce yourself. Hi. Um, well, my name is Raven. Um, I'm so excited to be here with DS1. Um, yeah. <laughs> I am a certified yoga teacher, um, RYT 500. I'm a wilderness field instructor. Um, I have a lot of different hats that I wear, but, uh, but yeah, so <laughs> just here to just talk to you guys a little bit, I guess. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So being a yoga instructor, you know, yoga is something that I'm finding as I get older to be um, very useful, very healing. You know, a lot of us guys, especially black men, you know, we grew up in rough environments. So when the hell do we ever think about a yoga mat? Yeah. Or even think about exercising in that way. So um give us some some uh some benefits of just getting into yoga as a man. Okay. Um well uh to dive into a little bit of history. So yoga has been around for thousands of years, hundreds of years. Um it was around the Vedic period that the fundamentals of yoga started to immerse. And during that time, yoga used to only just be pranayama. So that's, that is um, the control of your breathing, uh, breath retention and meditation. That's what yoga was prior to adding asanas or poses is what they're called. Um, poses came into play a little bit long, um, further down the line. And so anybody can do yoga. I tell all of my beginning students, um, they, they usually come with a lot of frustration because they're not able to go into a, um, a full sun salutation. Um, a lot of them are, are very tight in just even walking. I can tell that their flexibility just isn't quite there. And they get very frustrated with themselves. And I, I let them know that, hey, like yoga is really about your breathing. Once you can get control of your breathing and everything else, don't worry about the flexibility. That stuff will come later. Um, but I really want them to master the benefits of what yoga really is for. It's not just for exercise or flexibility or um, increasing blood flow. And it does all those things um, over time, but it's really about creating space within the mind, creating space within the body. And Black men honestly can benefit so much from just doing a meditation. And meditation can be very hard. Um, when I first started out, I, I struggled a lot with being able to sit and meditate for or five minutes. Now I can do it over an hour and not move. But that kind of thing, it takes a lot of, of work and you have to be able to 
close out a lot of the external parts of your mind. And that kind of stuff takes a lot of time and a lot of effort to do. But for Black men, I really think you guys could benefit the most, honestly, um, from having those moments where you can sit and meditate and really focus on your breathing, because that's really where a lot of healing takes place. It's within your breath. So, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. And I'm, I'm glad you said that, too, because Black men, you know, we suffer with a lot of mental health issues. And a lot of our mental health issues really just come from us never being able to get a break. You know, like sit down and process everything that we actually go through. We don't we don't get that chance. So what you just explaining the benefits of yoga, that will give us that that space, that time to to deal with the shit, you know. Instead of just finding ways to ignore it, finding ways to put it off, you know, put it over here, put it over there. You know, it's um it's 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 a way for black men to start being present with themselves, is what mm -hmm. I gather what you're saying. And that's very, very important for yeah. us as black men today because we show up for everybody but ourselves. Right. And I also am a strong advocate of um, mo most of my sessions are with um, are private. So it's very one on one with my students. And I, I do some group classes, but not as much, especially since like COVID happens. Um, but I will say that for black men specifically, I think it would benefit the most that they had a class specifically for them. Um, in whichever forms of yoga that it can be. So you can do your vinyasas, you can do your yin, your restoratives, your kundalini, all those different forms of yoga. Um, but I think it would be really great to have it just be for Black men. Um, not saying that women aren't, you know, I don't want to get bashed <laughs> by, um, by the sisters, but I do believe that our men need to have their own, like, spaces so that they can have healing and have it where it's not interrupted by an overwhelming um, amount of feminine energy. And so um, I'm a strong advocate for, for Black men having their, their own set of private yoga type environments. Um, I think that's a, that's a, a good idea. So you think you think it'll be much more beneficial for us to have our own um, classes instead of us like merging with women? I do, um, only because, I mean, I have to be honest here, women kind of, um, they tend to dominate the those healing spaces, the spaces that you would think are linked to, um, to healing and wellness and stuff like that, we do tend to dominate those spaces a lot. And it's not really a, a carved out section for men. Um, and I don't think that's really fair. Um, you all should be able to reap the benefits of, of things like yoga um, and it be something that you guys can just have for yourselves. So, yeah. And let's not forget, those yoga pants are extremely distracting. <laughs> well, a lot of brothers is not going to be able to calm down to meditate with all them yoga pants running around. <laughs> you know, that, that is true. Y'all done made them yoga pants a style now. Yeah, the yoga, the yoga pants are something. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. you, don't, you don't see a lot of, um, of us yoga teachers or students wearing harem pants, which are those um, those genie looking pants, which is actually what yoga has been commonly practiced in long before leggings came along. Um, but you don't really see those no more. <laughs> also, also y'all just named them yoga pants. They're really leggings. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you wear everywhere else. Those are that's what they consider those active uh, pants are leggings. Yeah. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it, fellas. Those are not yoga pants. Those are leggings. She's a yoga instructor. They're, they're, for, act they're for active lifestyle. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, but no, that's, that's, um, I definitely agree with that, you know, um, because as, as men, something that, um, get out my face. Um, I'm learning from you, but, um, <laughs> um, something that a lot of us men are not used to doing is actually sitting with those feelings, sitting with that energy and dispelling it totally. Like what we do is, is we find ways to mask it and you know, we find coping mechanisms. And I think that yoga can um, begin to help us get rid of some of these coping mechanisms. Yeah, um, it, it really can. And it, it is such a healing process. And you really, you learn to be very patient with yourself. And in doing so, you learn to be more have more grace for other humans and other beings. And um, and I and by no means does this stuff happen overnight, guys. It it can take a long time. And um, but the journey of it is just it's phenomenal when you get to different points of of the success of it. Um, it's just it's undeniably beautiful. And so, um, but you're absolutely right about not sitting with your traumas, not sitting with your emotions, um, really not having that self-realization. And it, it can be extremely like detrimental to like, not only your psyche, but just the your entire body, those we talk about the 10 bodies in yoga. Um, There's so many different bodies within our external body. <laughs> but um, when you don't deal with those things, and I think I remember I was telling you about it um, in 2017, I spent almost the entire year living in the woods. And it wasn't because I chose homelessness or anything like that. It was really because I, for one, was a wilderness field instructor, and I worked with, um, quote unquote, at-risk children. Um, but during that time, it was it was such a beautiful journey because I was completely disconnected from my phone. I was disconnected from electricity. <laughs> um, it was a very primitive life that I was living. And it really helped force me to understand certain things about myself that I hadn't been paying attention to because I just thought, you know, oh, well, I'm just going to keep on going and I'll be fine and, you know, it'll, it'll overcome itself and I don't need to attend to those needs of, my, of myself. So it's important to sit and really confront those things because those things are causing a lot of hindrance and grief in your life. It can only continue to grow. And what I mean is those things start to develop on a cellular level, and then they can progress into disease, a, a disease state. And all these things can develop from your emotions. Um, Agni, A-G-N-I is um, a Sanskrit word that really means um, digestive fire and it's all here within the intestines. Um, if you notice that you're, when you get upset, there's a lot of heat that starts to build and you can actually physically feel it down here. And that is your agony that is coming out of balance. And those things can lead to a lot of disease. You can get ulcers, you can get 
Um, cancers can form if those things are unchecked and they're prolonged. Um, I mean, hypertension or high blood pressure, all kinds of things can start to happen. And it hits every organ, the brain, the liver, your spleen, pancreas, I mean, all everything. So it's really vital that our men really start to pay attention to how they're feeling, recognizing what they're feeling. If you're around somebody that is going to just constantly try to shut down your what you are feeling, then those are people that you you don't want to have around you. Um, you don't because they're essentially capping over what you're experiencing. And that's not really good because that's just, it's almost like um, uh, trying to close a volcano that's erupted. That erupting volcano, it needs to come out. Obviously there's pressure, there's heat, there's all this stuff that has to come out um, and just holding a cap over it is is hurting the earth. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way to put it, I think. Awesome. Awesome. I've I've never heard it presented in that way. Um so definitely I it's I, I'm loving the conversation. Um as far as uh manhood is concerned, I wanted to ask you a question because you're into the health, you're into health and the sciences and spiritual arts. Um do you think men need a rites of passage nowadays and do you think that being that there hasn't been one for so long how has it affected us um a rites of passage as in like a um a coming into manhood type of thing yes, yes. um for, for example like with the jews when you're 13 and you're a boy you have a bar mitzvah mm -hmm. and at this bar mitzvah it's not just a party. It's a celebration of you becoming a man. So there's mm -hmm. certain things that you had to already do. You know, like in Africa, one of the rites of passage was they used to take young boys into the into the jungles at night. And he had to make it through with the elders. He had to walk through the jungle at night. Mm -hmm. and um so that means he had to face his fears he had to face himself and it seems like that's missing nowadays so do you think that um we need that again yes <laughs> in abundancy um <laughs> i i do and um oh man We'll be on here out for hours if I was trying to really like break down all of that stuff. But it, it is extremely necessary. Um, and it's iron sharpens iron. And our our young boys need male role models. They need those mentors. If the uh, biological father, for some other reason, has maybe transitioned to you know, being with the ancestors or some other thing has happened, um, our boys need it and they need to have that rite of passage. Um, and I do think that that's a script that only men need to write. Um, I don't think any woman needs to be a part of it <laughs> um, because we'll be coming at it from a whole nother angle and our emotional get into it and all of that. Cause you talking about taking somebody's precious baby boy on some type of camping trip out in the middle of nowhere for a month where he ain't gonna talk to her. She's gonna be like, you're not taking my baby anywhere, <laughs> basically. Um, so yes, I do think that it's, it's very, it is needed. Um, and I, I hope to see more of those things happening in our community um, because, I mean, our community, if our men are not solid, then our community will continue to die. And women have a role, a huge part 
in the failure of our community. We just have to be honest about it. And, um, but our men, I mean, honestly, you guys are, what happens when it's um, conception, you know, a woman, our egg is there, but it's there and it's just potential energy basically. And it doesn't come forth until a man's semen, well, sperm travels and goes in there and then the spark of life happens. So we need you guys. If not, we won't, we're not going to exist. <laughs> basically, basically men are going to have to step up and be the men that we once were because women are designed to nest. Mm -hmm. Women are designed to survive. So women are always going to survive no matter what um, rulership they're under. That's just how women are built. They're built to survive. I'm going to make sure I survive and my children survives. So if I got to change my, my environment and turn into a whole new creature, that is, that is what women are. Men oppose environment. Right. So mm -hmm. the shit that's wrong in society that's going on with black men, that is the stuff we need to be trying to fix. Because if our women are nesters and they're nesting in the environment, they're nesting in a broken environment that we're not trying to fix. Mm -hmm. So we have to understand, fellas, that us getting a or having a rites of passage, what it does is, is it gives our young black boys a direction in life. It gives them a purpose outside of getting a bag see he gonna take his bag and do something with it and 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 not go to putacana and 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 give it to consuela who who cleans up winham in bathrooms and shit he's not gonna do that he's gonna take his resources and he's gonna build with his people because he understands that that is what the men that he come from do see we have to we have to reestablish that as men now what we need from the women women like you raven is we need your uh, your healing assistance we 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 need you to even if even if we may have a guy who's an instructor maybe you can teach the guys how to teach us yoga we yeah. because at the end of the day black men and black women have has always worked together that's how we established civilization mm -hmm. it was never no hey guys you're just over there and no that's that's not how black folks operate mm -hmm. so we definitely and we definitely need to show our young men too the uh collaboration between black men and black women they need yeah. to see that from young not just in the house but outside of the house right so when they go in, when they go into yoga class it's yeah my yoga instructor is mr such and such but miss such and such be there that's her yoga school mm -hmm. you 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 understand what i'm saying so it takes it takes away from it, it basically removes this level of resentment that men have for women now. We have, we have so much um, mistrust in our community to the point where it is literally suffocated it. Um, there's mistrust women to the men and men to the women. And we, we really got to get past that stuff. And, one way I think that it will be achieved is that um, a lot of people probably won't like this, <laughs> what I'm going to say, but you got to get people out of your life that are causing you harm. And harm does not necessarily mean something physical um, because, it, you know, we do need to get rid of that too. But um, if they are causing you 
spiritual and mental anguishes consistently all the time. And this isn't just like um, somebody just had a, a bad day and, you know, they just, they're just moody or something like that. This is something that people are just intentionally doing things that are really disrupting your peace of mind. You got to get rid of those, those people. They, they do not belong in your life. If you're trying to cultivate and men and maintain peace that's there. Um, and that's going to be a hard thing, I think, for a lot of us to do. Um, you know, letting go of people that may have been there for a really long time and, you know, not and seeing them as they're just a part of who I am. You, you're going to have to get to the point where you create distance kind of like loving from a distance type of thing if you have to, um, because those kind of people will rob us and it creates a lot of resentment. It creates a, a lot of mistrust and you want to, you'll go, go through your whole life being that way towards the other people that's in your community. And you can't really get anywhere like with that. Like <laughs> it, um, it just doesn't, it doesn't work out very well. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's very vital because a lot of us guys, especially black men, we think that um, we just supposed to fight through everything in life. And it's like, nah, bro, some things is not your battle. Some <laughs> fights, some fights you're not meant to be on the front line for. You know, a lot of a lot of shit you can just ignore. A lot of things are in a battle. You mm -hmm. make it. We make it a battle. We 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 make a lot of things into issues that we could have got rid of a long time ago if if we were just um aware at the time. If we were just aware and if we just va truly value who we are because the more and more you value yourself, the less and less shit you take. Yeah. The, the less and less, you know, uh, bullshit people you choose to have around you, you know, you really begin to um, put up those boundaries and let people know, like, this is what it is. And, I'm unapologetic about it. Yeah. You know, and, and this is where we got to get to as black men when it comes to our health in particular. Mm -hmm. it, it, it has to be do or die. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. if if I don't get out of this relationship, I can catch a heart attack. Right. If I mm -hmm. don't cut these fake friends off, I might catch cancer. Because these people has been cancerous in my life for the past 30 years. So definitely, and this is exactly why, you know, we need to show the younger men us working together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not just in the house, but outside of the house. And a lot of times we know that we come from a lot of family trauma right so with us dealing with family trauma and then going outside and then seeing the neighbors argue then seeing those neighbors argue then seeing those people fight it tells a black boy like this is what i'm gonna have to deal with when i get a girl this is right. what i'm gonna have to deal with when i get a wife and 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 we need to start showing something different and I think the best way to present that is in a healthy way, as far as um, a rites of passage, showing showing guys, this is how you be healthy. You're not just healthy because what you eat. You're not just healthy because you exercise, but you, you're healthy because you exercise boundaries. You mm -hmm. let people know that you're not having this. This is, you're not going to accept this. You cannot be around me. I will not let you around me. I will not have sex with you. Mm -hmm. and yes. 
I'm listening. Oh, I was, I'm in total agreement. Um, and I think, you know, and I can just speak on it from more of a, a woman's perspective. Um, it's okay, like, to say no, guys. Like, women, we need to hear that word sometimes, you know, because <laughs> it's very, it's, it is needed because I'm telling you, a woman, especially she is used to always getting a yes, especially from men, because she might look a certain kind of a way. Um, you get spoiled. You really do. And and women and children are very similar. Um, and so we're, we're really childlike in a lot of ways. And so... You know, it's okay to say no sometimes. You might, it might not even be anything wrong. <laughs> Just be like, you know, no. Um, because life happens and there is going to be a point where life will say no. <laughs> um, my 20s were full of no's and I had not experienced the abundance of no's until I hit my 20s. <laughs> so. Uh, so you know it's um it's it's okay and you do have to have discipline men you know women we need to have it as well because a lot of us will um our vaginas will lead us into a lot of problems because we can't seem to say no to it and the way that it is feeling and tingling because of somebody you know looking and smelling a certain kind of way and it's the same thing with men. You guys got to know if a woman is, is really good for you or not. And it is easy to tell. Um, I think maybe guys kind of look over those, those things. Um, but the signs are usually always there. Women are not as good as um, hiding that kind of stuff as we think that we are. Um, it's it's pretty uh it's pretty easy to see if you pay attention it's easy to to tell i'm getting ready <laughs> to say um and i and i said this on a, on a show um and i'm gonna be blunt men's dicks don't have ears our dicks don't have mouths so pay attention to what Pay attention to what sign? My dick ain't got eyeballs. <laughs> so what do I see outside of those yams? What does, he see? <laughs> what does he see? I know what I see. I have four eyes. He has no eyes. And this is what I'll be trying to tell brothers. Which, which one are... If you're a leader, what's how how are you a leader if your dick is leading you? That is very true. You're not a leader. Your dick is leading you. You're not yep. leading anything. Yeah. And it can lead you into a lifetime of chaos. Mm. Um, and, you know, it really can. And I... I hate seeing it. I, and I'm telling you, I'll go out in stores and things like that. Um, I'm a very introverted person mm -hmm. and I pay a lot of attention to human behavior and body languages. And I just see some of our men sometimes out. Um, and I, I was sharing this with you how I'll just look at them and I want to go up and hug them. And it's not a hug of, anything sexual, any like attraction or anything like that. It's, it's a human needing to be embraced by somebody that actually cares about them. And they could be with a, a whole woman and I can just, I can read her energy and I'm like, she really hates this dude. Like the way that she is like speaking with him, their whole vibe, even walking down an aisle in a store is just really dark. Um, 
and I, I really be, I do feel very bad for a lot of our brothers who have gone their whole lives and never have had an experience of somebody having a absolute and true love for them. Um, some people go through their whole life and they've never experienced it. And I don't think that's right. I do think that every living being, I don't care if it's an ant, a, a mosquito, um, a tree or whatever it is, I believe that every living being deserves to be loved and deserves to have that reciprocated to them. I don't believe that everybody is entitled to having a relationship. Um, I don't think that's, I think that's, that's very um, bad. <laughs> um, and my whole thing is like, nobody has to deal with you. Nobody has to be in a relationship with you. You can at least act like, well, not even act because you don't want to act. You can at least be there. And if you don't really love that person and you don't really like them, just, just leave them alone. That's pretty much it. Pretty much. I mean, but is you know, me and you both know that that that's easier said than done. And, yes. And that goes into the whole trauma thing and mm -hmm. how a lot of us are, you know, we trauma bond. Yeah. As, and, and, and we call it a relationship. Mm -hmm. you know? um, and I, and, and I see this a lot because what happens is because I'm, I'm, I'm fresh out of a relationship myself. And I noticed that, what a lot of people do is they quit to find something or someone to block out those feelings and those thoughts of the last person. It's like, you're just a placeholder. Mm -hmm. And I refuse to be that anymore. Yeah. I refuse to be a woman's placeholder. Like, because you're suffering from this guy, let me add this guy to the equation and then we could just move on. But what was not, that chapter was not closed. Yeah. All you did was put a bookmark. You put a bookmark in that book, started a new book with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this, go ahead. I'm listening. Oh, I was saying, and, and that is very unfair. Um, when people do that. And I, so my, um, my guy and I, we've been together now. It's been 10 years, uh, 10 plus ish years. Um, and there was a point where he and I had therapy to dissolve our relationship. Um, it was kind of a, uh, because I think I mentioned it to you as well. There is life and then there's a death in relationships. And just like in a, um, if some, if you've lost somebody um, physically, they've transitioned onto another place. Um, there's that process of mourning that takes place and mourning can last years. Um, I lost my dog that I had at 15 in 2018 and i am still having those moments where i will sit and cry you know thinking about him and um and so mourning in a relationship the death of a relationship is actually needed and you can't really get over i i know people do this a lot and um they try to get over somebody by getting under another person <laughs> or getting on top of another person. And it doesn't quite work that way. Um, it's, um, it is something that does take time. And honestly, I don't think you can really put a number on how much time it may take. And there are steps to help you like kind of go through that grieving process of that. But it is important to recognize that it just, it won't really, 
if you broke up with somebody a month ago and you're trying to get in another relationship with somebody else, I don't think you really have done yourself a favor because you haven't even given yourself enough time to really process through how you're feeling about that breakup with that person, especially if it was long-term. Long-term, you might need a year or two or three (laughs) before you can really move on um, and be able to give that person that would be new what they deserve because they didn't ask, you know, to be the on the receiving end of all the trauma that you may have had from another relationship. They didn't have anything to do with that. And um, a lot of women mess up because we make other people pay for the mistakes that they themselves may have even caused, but the mistakes of a past relationship and, um, you really gotta you gotta address that stuff before you can move on. And just so the audience that's listening understands, while we're talking about this, health, health, and relationships are hand in hand. Healthy people actually have a good relationship with themselves. That's why they're healthy. So understand if you're listening right now, we're not don't. We're not going off into the weeds. We're not going off into the gender war. No, we're staying here and we're talking about relationships and health because they go hand in hand. Because usually, especially today in black relationships, let's just let's just look at some statistics. Most the majority of black men today. They don't they don't even have a set number, but we're dealing with mental health issues. I did a I did a show where they have they said 80% of young black men from the ages of 8 to 18 is committing suicide. This is all due to the poor or the lack thereof of relationships that black men have in a life with people, with quality people. You know, a lot of us don't you know, I just me meeting you is 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 a pleasure because I don't I don't know too many black women that's your age, that's of your educational background, that's in the environment that you're in, that's into what you're into. So, fellas, we this is this is the reason for traveling. To find people along the way that's on what you're on. See, we have to begin to show this. We have to begin to show this because if we're promoting manhood, then we got to understand that boys are looking at us. We got to understand that other men who haven't had men in their life is looking at us. And one thing that we definitely have to show nowadays that is healthy is the relationship dynamic between black men and black women. We need to show our young boys that, yes, you're supposed to respect that black woman. Yes, there is sexy, beautiful black women out here that, that has the body of the stripper, but don't strip. That has or the has body. Right. That, that, thank you. Thank you, because that's what I was getting ready to say. Okay. That doesn't have... The 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 uh the moral compass of a strip, but there's there's positive, influential black women out here who are just waiting to assist us, brothers. But guess what we doing? Guess what we doing? We on nigga time. So guess what they on? Dot time. So if we stop paying, they stop selling. That's how that works. Yep. We stop paying, they stop selling because they'll be going outside and making no money. But if mm-hmm. she can walk to the corner store and come back in the house with $200, we have a problem, fellas. And this is a manhood issue. And it's because 
of the lack of relationships or the lack the lack of relationship that we choose to not have with ourselves. We're neglecting ourselves. This is why it's so easy for us to neglect anyone else. So before we look to have relationships with other people, we got to understand that the relationship with, with oneself, the communication amongst men is, is, is vital and is paramount, especially to our women. Because growing up, you know, my dad, when, 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 when my dad had company come to the house, my mother already knew what it was. Speak to the people. Ask if the men need anything. She's of us. She's of assistance. But fellas, what do we have black women to do for us? Hmm? We still got them carrying drugs, carrying guns. So we can't be doing this and then turn around and throw it back in their face and say they want to be hood rats. When we gave them the guns, we gave them the drugs to get on a Greyhound. Right. So, fellas, we have to begin to focus on our health and our relationship with each other, with our environment and our women. Because at and the I, end, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say um, what you said on um, what you spoke on with having the relationship with yourself, that is really where all of it begins. And, um, and fellas, you know, I know this might sound strange to do, but if you're at home, take a moment and just completely strip yourself of the electronics. Um, if you, you know, disrobe yourself, maybe wrap yourself in a towel and, there is a practice that I, I do like to do um, and have some of my other students do this. And you are literally going to lie on the floor and you can set a timer um, and you can begin at 15 minutes and then increase it in every 15 minutes and work your way up to an hour where you're just lying there on the floor. You place one hand over your heart. You place the other right on your on top of your belly button and you really focus on the air that's coming in. Don't worry about doing a pranayama meditation or anything like that. You're literally just going to allow your natural breath to enter and exit. And after you do that, you more than more than not, you're probably going to feel a huge weight like out of your body. You can physically feel it. And, um, you know, turn off all the TVs, just have complete silence. And try those, though, that type of a practice, try it for a week and see how you end up feeling. And then you can start to add in things like um, a meditation or something if you want to. But those are really simple um, and very needed self-care activities that you can do that don't require you to go around anybody. Um, you can do it in the privacy of your own home. And it's really a tuning in process that happens to where eventually you'll be doing that, but you won't notice that you're doing it and you'll be doing it in an external, um, out in the world. And those are things that are really good when you're trying to learn how to tune in with yourself because the healing starts within your mind. It starts within your spirit and you have to attend to those things and also consuming the right things. If you're eating a lot of death, then you're going to have a lot of death residing inside of you. And that's not specifically physically, but um, well, it is physical, but it also, it protrudes out into the spirit as well. So I know, you know, our people love, <laughs> we love um, uh, meats and things, but you, I mean, just try to not consume as much of it if you can um, and try to replace those things with fruits and a lot of water 
vegetables, your legumes, which will support your protein, um, your nuts and things like that. Even, um, you know, as a wilderness instructor, I also teach a lot of primitive skills and foraging is one of them. Um, I know we're coming into fall here, so you can go out and you can find pecans and, you know, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, not to get off on that, but it's, it is very important that you guys um, fuel yourselves with the right foods because food is medicine. And um, a lot of our healing, as you know, for me anyway, comes out of my kitchen. I don't, I always try to prepare things um, at, as much as I can at home because I know exactly what's going in it. Um, and, you know, so I think that's what I was trying to say. Um, <laughs> I think well, I got off on a lot of different things there. <laughs> well, I'm glad you, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that because what you just basically let me know is, is I need to be more like a bear and less like a, a, a tiger or something. I need to be more like a bear, eat more, you know, eat more fish. Don't be, don't, you know, eat a little, eat a little more healthier, basically. Don't. Yeah. I mean, um, so we have, uh, <clears throat> and I can send you the link for this, but for, um, for some of the students that come in that are having like dietary issues, I have them go ahead and do the dosha quiz. So we have um, different doshas in the body. You have your kapha, your pitta, your vata. Um, and I can send it to you and you can share it with your viewers so that they can go and do it. But it's essentially a, um, a quiz that will tell you your dosha. And these are things that change throughout the, the year, the seasons. And it'll go over things like... Um, are you a thin person? Are you cold? Are your lips often pale or flaky? And those are things that go right into your digestive system and things that you should be eating to help mend those things. Um, like I spoke about before, the agni, that digestive fire, are all things that go into our emotions and our parasympathetic nervous system. And so... Um, by eating the right things and eating them in abundance, you literally can correct anything with your health, but not only the health part, but within your mind as well. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely. And and this is this is um this is a lifestyle. Let me say that again. But understand that, you know, fellas, we need a lifestyle change. And this lifestyle change will is going to basically reflect, you know, where you're going, where you're at. And understand that that is what that's what manhood is. Manhood is something that you grow into manhood is not something that happens at a certain age. Manhood is not something that happens when you make a certain amount of money. Um, when you kill a certain amount of people, uh, when, when you're stronger than a certain amount of people, you know, all of that foolishness, no manhood is something that you, you develop into. And it is something that really should be healthy and progressive it should be something that's um something for the future and and this is the reason for this podcast it is to let brothers know man that we need to get back to the root of things because if you forget where you came from you you don't have no direction so I definitely appreciate you, Miss Raven. I'm not gonna hold no, no more much of your time. No, no problem. Um, I'm so happy that you had me here, and I would love to come back. Um, we can even get into um, 
eventually we can go into the uh, the tantric side of yoga. Um, oh yeah. Oh, oh no. we 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 <laughs> we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do that because there's a lot of guys. You know, um, you know, you're 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 talking to a guy that it's gonna be a little issues. So we're, we're, we're we'll work that out. Okay, Raven. Oh, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. Anything that um, <laughs> we'll work that with- out. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, work that out. we'll work that out. But we definitely we're definitely going to bring you back because we definitely need that information. Okay. We, we, we need that information as men. Health for our health, yes. because even though the whole tantric thing is is sexual, is still based in health. Right. And it's actually. Um, the roots of Tantra are not even really associated with sexuality. Um, it's really based into more of a Kundalini type of thing. Um, and we can get into all of that, but that is also extremely important to men. Um, uh, there's a, (laughs) a practice. I know some guys might not want to ever do this, but it is, um, basically, for women, it's um what we would consider in today's term, yoni sunning. Um, and so you're essentially opening your um, reprodu- reproductive genitalia to the sun because our sun is the ha to the ta. So there's ha ta yoga that's there. But um, ha ha represents sun and the tha represents the moon. And those are energies that we all need. Um, Men have a lot of, um, men have the masculine energy of the sun, but you also have some moon in you, which is why it's important for you guys to keep your beards because this part of the face is what is connecting you to that moon, that uh, feminine energy that's there, that's present on our our earth. So, when it comes to sun or yoni sunning, um, men can also do it as well. And it's actually shining light on that really dark area within our hips um, for women. But also for men, um, we hold a lot of emotion in our hips as women. But uh, shining a light on that and getting that energies from our beautiful sun um, is really beneficial to not only our spirit, but it's actually very healthy for our vagina, um, bacterial and all that kind of stuff. So, but yeah. Wow. Know, I yeah, that's uh, <laughs> I would um, I would have to look into that a little more because that will, you know, I would feel kind of weird. Yeah, it's it's definitely something you want to do if you are able to be kind of isolated in a sunny area um, right. and are able to devote at least an hour to doing it. Um, I have I've led practices where I've tried to do that for about three hours afterwards. Mm. I felt very recharged. Um, and again, this is a woman here, so it's going to be a little bit different right. for men that do it. But um, for me personally, I always feel recharged. I usually sleep extremely well that night. Um, And moodiness usually goes away (laughs) if I have menstrual issues um, or cramping for women. It usually subsides. So those are all, there's a lot of healing that's here present around us. We just got to find it. So, fellas, what she's basically saying is, listen, if you are having ED issues, all you got to do is go to the sun and you will turn into the God Pan. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be walking around here like Pan. But (laughs) um, (laughs) um, but great conversation. It's great to have you. As always, definitely got to bring you back. Um, we definitely could get into the whole um, sexual healing side of things. Um, you know, I'm into that. I'm a Capricorn, so I'm just, <laughs> I'm just foul at times. But uh, <laughs> I appreciate you so much, Raven. Um, 
definitely everyone, everyone, please get down in the comment section. Let me know what y'all think about today's show. Don't forget, follow us on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music, Amazon Music. You can find Foundational Manhood Podcast. I appreciate you once again, Ms. Raven. We definitely going to bring you back. Much love to you. DS1 Ross, shout out to my brother, the Book of Ronin, FNP Foundational Manhood Podcast, episode 16. And we are out of here. Peace.